Welcome to the I'm Still Here podcast. I'm your host, Heather Jose. In 1998, at the age of 26, I was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. It changed everything for us, but I'm still here. And we're here to talk to you about life with metastatic disease. We know it's not easy. We know that there are challenges that never get talked about, but we're here to walk with you through them, to show you some hope, some inspiration, and to help you make a plan so that you can join me in saying, I'm still here. Welcome back to I'm Still Here. Yes, welcome back. Today, I want to talk about building a schedule to kill cancer. So for this, I'm thinking about kind of really, you could do this at any time, I guess, in any any point, but I'm thinking really about kind of the more early diagnosed and and just kind of putting together all of a sudden your days a lot of times are turned upside down and how how can you maybe you know bring something to that that will be helpful right i i, I think some people are schedulers schedulers and some people aren't i agree in life yeah i think this is a time where you probably have to be well, even if it you don't if if that doesn't bring you like a relief cuz yeah. that's what it does for some people yeah i think everybody's got to do some scheduling here. I agree. And I think schedules can look different. Like sometimes when you say schedule to me, I think, oh, that means I do the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to look like that. In fact, that's kind Mm -hmm. of like what I would say you kind of need to start out with Mm -hmm. is what kind of time do you have? And so that for me is a lot of times like putting a week on a calendar and kind of, you know, Filling in, I'm still going to work. That's like, I can't do anything about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but where are the blocks of time and, and what kind of time do I have uh, to to be able to really devote to killing cancer? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm saying is some people you say schedule or calendar and they start getting anxiety yeah, yeah. because you're going to get locked into something and that yeah. is not what they want. Well, here there's so many balls in the air that I think some things need to be scheduled. And if you have certain goals to get them done in this chaotic environment, probably need to be scheduled. The other thing is that you can also think about a schedule as allowing you free time. Sure, (laughs) Like, you know, giving you blocks of free time. And like for me, I feel like I work better kind of in chunks of time. So it doesn't necessarily mean... I'm doing everything every day, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I get a lot of something done on, you know, one day and then I don't come back to it for four days or whatever. So for you, you're probably more of a weekly person. I am. A, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying is it does not, I, especially if you're early in treatment, like that stuff is changing quite often. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or you're trying to figure out again, like, what does my work life look like? What does my personal life look like? What is my treatment like and how is that coming together? Mm -hmm. You know, again, I guess I feel like I should say I always will advocate for you to to be careful and mindful of, you know, not taking on too much or being able to alleviate some of the stress if possible. Right. Um, So we know that can be challenging as well. But so the first thing. it's really kind of what kind of, how many hours do you have? You know, when you plug in those, I'm going to sleep, I'm going to, you know, what do you have an hour a day? Do you have five hours on Monday and, you know, no time on Wednesday? Like, what does that look like? And it's very different. Some people sure. are able to 
um, take a sabbatical from work or yeah. quit work or yeah. and, and still the household can still run as far as the finances and that kind of stuff. Some people are in the situation where that can happen and other people's the opposite yeah. of that. Yeah. So your free time is somewhat dependent on that yeah. work schedule. And it, and I think always like it kind of going back to the gap in the game, it all if you have an hour a week, you know, how can you use that kind of mm-hmm. thing? It is up to you to decide uh, how you feel about, you know, the time that you have allotted and then be able to use that. Mm-hmm. So. Now, and the other part is if you have an hour a week, uh, the truth is if you're if you've been diagnosed with with stage three or stage four cancer, that's just not going to work. Right. That's the truth. You might not want to hear it. You're not focused on killing cancer at this point. Yeah. Um, some things in some things in your life need to be rescheduled. Some things in your life need to be really looked at as far as importance because this better be really important. To yeah, you. this needs to be a priority. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and so that leads us kind of into I had said, you know, what are your priorities? And for mm-hmm. me, I mean, like that's kind of where I've talked many times about working from your strengths. So. What are the things that you really want to focus on and also will kind of give you the most bang for your buck in terms of making you feel like you are doing something to kill cancer? Yeah. And that's what this is for me. We can, I feel like we have continued to go around and around a little bit about, we're not saying that you're going to, everything's going to be great, right? But this is about just that whole overall belief of my doctors doing their part what can I do yeah so um I feel like it's really kind of easy for me to say I'm going to take a walk right and what I found is that things like that can then snowball into other things so Mm -hmm. for me I feel like the physical component of wellness is an easy thing for me to prioritize and be able to check off you know, on a regular basis. So. Yeah, if, if that in my life, which is not a metastatic cancer survivor yeah. or thriver, um, if I don't schedule exercise, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen for me. Mm-hmm. It, 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 other things take priority mm-hmm. and it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I have to mindfully or, or set that and schedule it. Because mm-hmm. um, I... the truth is, I don't love it. I'm not saying I love it either. I no, love but some being people able, do. Yeah, and that's yeah. great. I yeah. love being able to say that I've done it. Me too. <laughs> I, love the, I feel so I much better I love the feeling after. of having yeah. done it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But um, you can do some physical exercise in five minutes. You can do you it. Can. You know. So, so true. So don't over, don't make this bigger than what it is. And don't. You know, it doesn't have to be a trip to a gym and all of no. these other things. Those are obstacles that get in the way, I feel like. In a matter of fact, if you're starting out with a trip to the gym, it, it's probably, it, I hope it's not, but it might be short-lived because right. we, we want to always ramp up a exercise routine. And if you've never been regularly exercise and you got this diagnosis and you you know yeah. exercise is good for me yeah. and you go to the gym and spend an hour and a half working out, you might not go back that week, <laughs> right. right? Whereas a walk, like you yep. said, does it still gives you that good feeling at the end. It it ramps you in. You're still going to be sore. Your your legs are going to be sore. All of this, but you're you're going to be able to do it again. And you build on, build on, build on, 
And, you know, in a couple of weeks, you might feel like a little jog or you might feel like, hey, I, maybe I'll do some yoga too. Or maybe I'll do some, yeah. you know, some of that. So yeah, exercises in your living room. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's okay. If it's not uh, like physical, that's, that's fine too. Like mm-hmm. work on your nutrition, work on your, uh, that mental side of things, which we've talked about in terms of, are you in constant fear? How can we alleviate that? How can we bring those thoughts in, really think about them and change them around to send them back out, right? Yes. So a lot of things like that. Um, the next thing to consider, I feel like, is do you have help? Do you have help for this? And what help could look like could be a lot of things. A lot. Right? Yeah. So help in terms of somebody to do things with you. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. And you've talked about it in terms of inc- accountability. But also just, you know, decompress, whatever. It's great to have a partner in, in doing things. In right? all aspects. Yeah, absolutely. Physical. Nutrition, yeah, just uh, spiritually it. from from that yeah. standpoint. When uh, whether it's just the mentally side of things, just bouncing things off, what you're thinking, what yeah. you know, all of that. Yeah. And then yes, it's the accountability part, but it's also no, it's, it's so more fun to yeah. cook with somebody else, Absolutely. or to say, hey, this is what yeah. I had. You should try it. That part yeah. of it, yeah. it's two heads are better than one for a lot of those things and just yeah. it, it works out better. and i know that's not true for some people some people uh, want to be solo yeah and love being solo and they thrive on in being solo in, in many of the things that they do good yeah that's awesome and it's, it's not all or nothing right when i was building my path or my schedule i know the plant is attacking us this week it must be growing um when I was building my schedule, there was a portion of it that was by myself mm-hmm. every day, but it was just a portion. And then the rest of it was then to allow me to be around the people that I cared about and do the things I love because I, we're going to talk about that more too, but it that's what filled me up also. So um, you could also ask for help in terms of, will you make me five salads or will you walk with me? You know, will you maybe take something off of your plate? Will you pick up the kids? Will you pick will up the you, kids? Yeah. Exactly. Will you watch them for two hours today? Yeah. And, you know, one time a week, that kind of stuff, however that looks. You and know. I'm, not, I'm not even talking about a babysitter. I'm talking no. about somebody who came to you. And, and a lot of people have many people who come to you after diagnosis and yeah. say, what can I do to help? Yeah. You may not know right then, but two weeks later, and maybe you listen to this and go, yeah, that, that would really help me. Yeah. Call them up. Yeah. You yeah. said you wanted to help. I have a need here. This is uh, it. You're awesome. Um, I know you'd be great with my kids. Could you just please spend two hours with them? Yeah. Yep. Outside of my house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. However, or I'm going to leave. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, right, whatever right, that right. looks like yep. for you. You can. Especially those of you with young kids. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is like really planning the week in terms of, I think we started with this a little bit, but say you have 10 hours or say, you know, what that doesn't mean that you have, you know, two hours every weekday necessarily. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have five hours on Sunday and an hour every evening or something like that. Look at that and how can you best um, use that time? Maybe you know, a bigger block of time is a meal prep time also to kind of keep that nutrition rolling. Or uh, maybe it's a social time, you know, so that you can really kind of decompress a little bit with the people who matter to you. 
I, I agree with that. And I think, you know, we all always, for me, it's leading back to that mental state and, and mm-hmm. trying to be in a positive environment. But there, you know, if you've listened to our Five to Thrive series, there's a lot to do. Yeah. Being a metastatic cancer patient. Yeah. There's a lot to do. And that's, PE, if you don't want to hear that, okay, turn it off. <laughs> but the truth is there's a lot to do if you want to to thrive in this crazy thing. Yeah. Um, and even if you do everything, obviously there's no promises. We all know that. But it gives you that opportunity. And I can't pick, you know, one category of the five to go, eh, don't, don't worry about, about that. that because they all build on each other. They're, yeah. they, they're independent, but they do all build on that one. And I think it's that mental state. Mm-hmm. So to, to say, oh, you got an hour and maybe... The, my feeling on this is, yeah, if that's socialized, that's great. But you do got to get those other things done. It's People aren't going to like to hear this, too. But it's kind of a job. It is. Yes. I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, and it, again, I think some people looked at me and went, like, what are you doing quitting your job? Like, that was my job. There was mm-hmm. no doubt about that for me. I do worry about, actually, I've just been reading and I was listening to somebody who was saying that, you know, metastatic cancer is a chronic disease. Well, I do worry about people saying things like that because I feel like it discounts the severity and the how how life-changing it can be, right? Yeah. So I get it. I want people to be able to live with metastatic breast cancer. Absolutely. But when you say that it's chronic, you're also kind of saying we don't have to make it as big of a priority. Yeah. Nor do we need to provide the same amount of help and assistance to people with hmm. <laughs> metastatic disease. I sure. Think. So, um, so that's the other thing too. Maybe you do have every hour of every day. You can still like block them out, you know, still have a purpose throughout your day so that you're not, Oh, I'll do this at some point. You know, build. I do feel like building some sort of a routine is helpful to people. Right? I, I do too. We are very similar there. Yeah. But I do know the, these other people exist, and and yeah. that takes away from their mental from them. No, I get. You know, I I do get that too. And honestly, I will say I think I'm a little more flexible than you are. I there's a part of me that knows like I'm better off if I get a workout in before whatever four o'clock in the day but but i'm also not against working out at eight o'clock at night (laughs) you know what i mean so so yeah you have to work within you know what works for you i suppose and what the people around you can help you with so yeah um build in some non-negotiables start small and add to them so what do you mean by that I just mean, like, make a commitment to yourself that you are going to do certain things and then keep the promise to yourself. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you set a crazy high goal at the beginning, like, I'm going to work out for an hour and a half every day. It means you say, I am committed to meditation for five minutes, five of seven days mm-hmm. or whatever. You do want it to be most days because the the more you do it, the you know the more it builds and the better you get at it. But build in some non-negotiables. I'm going to eat five fruits and vegetables a day. Well, you know? it comes down back to that five to thrive mm-hmm. again. It's the the mental side of things, the physical and the 
uh, nutrition. Mm-hmm. Those three things and that those the checklist from that is, hey, you don't, I mean, you're not going to start off doing everything. everything. No. You're going to build up to that. Yeah. So in the beginning, yes, setting those small goals and just picking a few and just go, those are yeah. non-negotiable. Yeah. For the week. Yeah. You know, for that. And then, and then look, yeah. reevaluate. How'd that go? Can I yeah. add to that? Can I detract from that? You know, what works best? Yeah, you me? might just be like, oh, that wasn't bad at that all. That wasn't As bad matter at all. Fact, that, that was I, yeah. I felt good with it. Yeah. I'm going to add one thing. Yeah. You know, the next week. Yeah. And, and absolutely. Yeah. Just Although I said, and, and you didn't, though. I went all in. You went all in. And I don't, it, I think that has to fit your personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that has to fit, you know, your diagnosis too, to some mm-hmm. extent. Um, your environment that you're in, meaning do you have the time to go all in with yeah. like all of the things we talked about? I mean, the things we talked about is literally what Heather did back in the day. Um, and it wasn't, I'll try these things. It was not that at all. So if you're looking to emulate, if you're looking to do that, do you it can all. go all in. You can go all in. <laughs> It's but possible. it's got to be a pretty pretty perfect scenario for you right there to yeah. do that. Yeah, I would agree. My next thing I said, give yourself some wins. So what I mean by that is put some things into your schedule into this week that you know you're going to be able to do, that you're going to feel good about. One of the first things I thought, thought about was fall asleep to a meditation or visualization. Like, that's... That's about as easy as it gets, right? It's, I feel like it's, mm-hmm. uh, it might be changing your routine a little bit, but just, you know, knowing that you're going to sleep, listening to something good coming in, that's a, that's a win. Yeah. Right? I agree. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you have these non-negotiables, those can also be wins. You yeah. Know? Well, I, I think yeah. we both like checking things off a list. Uh, or, or saying, I got to get these things done. That that can be a weekly, you know, mm-hmm. non-negotiables and things I'll try or, or those kind mm-hmm. of things. But it, it feels good to, to check those off yeah. the list and go, yes, yes, yeah. yes, I won. <laughs> yeah, I literally just thought about this, but I, like, I'm an Apple Watch person. I use an Apple Watch. And, like, I am motivated by their rings. And I know some people aren't. But set the, set the calorie or the move ring. Where you can achieve it, you're gonna. It's gonna send you a little text that says, "Way to go!" Yeah, and what you're saying is set a minimum. Yes. Not a oh no achieving goal. You know what I mean? It's right. nice to get to that, and you will get to that on yeah, some days. It'll, it'll, but set that minimum instead of I'm trying to reach that. Yeah. That is, those are two different things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. And that's similar with the nutrition too. Set that minimum. What What are yeah. those non-negotiables? And get that win during yeah. that first week, and it'll carry you to the second one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, think about habit stacking. So you can go all in. We've talked about that a little bit. But you can also add kind of good things to th- things that you're already doing. So you mm-hmm. can add something that's going to be positive to something you're already doing. And this is what we do in our real life. Yes. Y- you did the all in for the cancer. Yep. In our real life, in, in I don't want to say post-cancer because I get it, um, it, since you've been out for a while and, and 
maintaining and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's what you've done. Oh, you, for you've sure. habit stacked versus I'm all in on, yeah. on, on this. So talk more about that. What so does that habit mean? stacking means like I I'll give you a like a hygiene or so you brush your teeth every night. For me, one of my goals was to use moisturizer more. So after I brush my teeth, then I put moisturizer on. Just mm-hmm. kind of adding one more thing to that, you know. Yeah. Um, and you you can do that or, you know, when I sit in my car, I read something positive. You know, put the post-it on your car steering wheel. Yeah. Those That's a little thing, but your brain's going to hear that. You're going to hear that. You know, it's stuff like that. I heard that. about a lady brushing her teeth and she wanted to work on her balance, so she stood on one leg, right? Love that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, that Love we that do, like, I, I try to do that in my workout routine. Yeah. When I'm between sets, I'm stretching. Yeah. Or when I'm doing, why waste that? And then that gets better and that and just yeah. that building on when you have the time, yeah. do something else that's Or people possible. will incorporate, like I do, like people will say, I do dishes and I do 20 squats or whatever. And again, just things like uh-huh. that. Every time I stand at the sink, I do 20 squats. So those are habit stacking kind of things. And, you know. I, every time you open the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So That's interesting. Yeah. That's a great idea. I like the... Back when there were commercials and we watched yeah. regular TV and stuff, you know, every time a commercial set comes on, you do whatever. Yeah, and again with that, like, a, you know, we do have so much technology now that you could set your watch to go off every, you know, 55 oh, minutes and go for, you know, walk for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Or um, we have one set of stairs. I don't, we live kind of on our main level, but like. Up and down the stairs five times, mm-hmm. you know those kind of things are are definitely ways to habit stack something that you're. And it's a way to challenge yourself, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a habit this week. Yeah. Not a, not to everything you do, but to one thing right. you do: getting in your right. car, doing brushing your teeth, doing that. Right. Uh, break time at work or whatever that is. I'm gonna add a habit. I was also thinking, even like work wise, like you know, if you're going out to eat every day, you know, maybe it's bringing your lunch three times a week or something like that. So, um, all right. And then the last one I wanted to talk about was just that I also think it's really important that you build in some things that make you feel good. So that this is not just a drudgery. This is not just a list of I have tos, but like what makes you happy or what, you know, relieve some stress. I I know, again, initially we're working from such a point of like fear and anxiety, but what allows you just to take a deep breath a little bit? Mm -hmm. You know, is it sitting on the couch and watching your favorite show, you know, with somebody? Is it, you know, finding something funny? Is Instagram reels. (laughs) Instagram reels. I cannot watch those without laughing out loud. Yeah. And I know they're stupid. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah, so joy and um, searching for things that that really do bring you joy is so important in this because I just feel like there's so much of this that becomes uh, you kind of forget who you are almost, right? And you, you know, maybe it's spending time with your kids. Um, don't forget why you're what you're working for, right? Yeah, no doubt. So. Yeah, there's a lot of things. I remember when I was first diagnosed that I, how also, I feel like you kind of have like 
techno vision and just your senses are heightened about a lot of things but it is an opportunity too just to look around and really see the goodness in people and in nature and in all of those things so you know um schedule the things give yourself time even give yourself time to do nothing give yourself time to take a nap give yourself time to just be yeah and you've mentioned this before give yourself grace too yeah i mean especially if um you're going into a phase of treatment that's kicking your butt yeah physically yeah. kicking your butt you're not going to accomplish in those non-negotiables and those, you're not going to accomplish those at that period of time yeah that is okay you're not falling backwards no you, when you know obviously when you were in the hospital a lot of that crap went out the window oh all of it did. you know it's yeah. just just i gotta stay alive yes and uh so that that's okay that's absolutely okay yeah i just wanted to share a few things that i thought about how to Take on cancer in your life, right? Mm -hmm. So that's it for today. I hope you have a good one. Have a great one. See ya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here after all these years, after all these tears I shed. I'm still here. And I'm walking this earth like I should be There was days that I didn't know if I would be Yeah, yeah Now I stand tall with my feet in the ground And my head in the clouds Cause I'm still here Like I should be Yeah, yeah, like I knew that I could be Here we go, here we go everyone. I hope you love this episode of I'm Still Here and I wouldn't want you to miss out on what comes next. So be sure to rate, review, and follow this show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, especially if you found it helpful. We need all the shares, likes, stars, and love we can get. We'd also love to hear from you. Leave your comments and questions and we'll incorporate them into future episodes. Have a great day.